Straw Hut Media. Hey guys, I hope you had a great Christmas and got all of the things that you wanted, which don't wear out because you'll get mugged. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm serious. But um, I hope you guys enjoy this last podcast of Confe- Confess Your Mess because in 2022, we're taking it to a whole new level. So watch me on this podcast and find out how shady I am when it comes to deep. From Straw Hut Media. This is Randy Glanville unfiltered. Let's maybe try coming closer just to see if I, no, I like we talk at right the same time and then does it no, sound yeah, like it's still when I, when I, I still wait hold on let me start talking now you start talking over me start talking say something yeah, I'm talking over you right now so that you still hear that sounds a little better on last week's episode, we had Garcelle Beauvais from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Part one of Betrayal Secrets. But part two. What's up, y'all? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to stay quiet. I'm like kind of intrigued by this. Like, what's happening? It's confess your mess. Uh, and yes, we are having a part two today of Betrayal Secrets. Why? Because we've got Brandy Glanville on yes, the program. Yes, another Real Housewife. Um, and listen, it was hot. It was juicy secrets. And of course, we talked a lot about not just Beverly Hills, about Potomac. She is an open, open book. Yeah. She's an open book and she's unfiltered, which is very on brand because she has a couple of books that you need to buy. We're going to tell you about those Mm -hmm. later on. And you also need to listen to her podcast, Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Um, But yeah, it was a juicy one. There was nothing she wouldn't talk about. Nothing at all. And um, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Confess your mess. Shall we do it? I think we shall. It's time for another round of Confess Your Mess. We're super excited about this week. Uh, the word mess. Mess. Just is synonymous with our next guest. But she might be here to, <laughs> to, to clear the air. We're going to give her a chance because I think there are two sides to every story. And she's mm-hmm. going to share hers today. You might know her and love her or hate her from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Maybe you listen to her podcast, Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I guess that kind of gave it away, didn't it? I think Here so. Here is our guest this week, Brandy Glanville. How are you? Hey, I am f-ing crazy right now. I'm like <laughs> moving and it's, I, I am legitimately, literally a mess, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so my intro wasn't completely off. You are a polarizing figure. Uh, you're one of those characters that you either love or you hate. I feel like there's no middle ground with you, um, but uh, we're going to have so much fun today. Uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of Confess Your Mess, though, a uh, couple bit of housekeeping things. Uh, yes, quite a bit. So first <laughs> of all, if you are a loyal messenger, you can really show your loyalty by going to uh, Apple Podcasts, rating five stars, leaving a comment, subscribing, all those good things, and telling a friend, telling an enemy, telling your neighbor, whoever you want. Mm-hmm. We would really appreciate it. But also, if you want to submit your secret, go to confessyourmess.us and you can submit your secret. You can also leave a voice note and it can be anonymous um, and we will play it live on air. Uh, and that would just be really exciting for us because we haven't had a voice note yet and we're mm. waiting for it but we're really excited about this episode uh the theme of this episode is a continuation of last week's episode because since we're interviewing a former real housewives of beverly hills you know real housewives betrayal is uh it's very a prevalent it's a thing so the theme for this week is betrayal part two yeah yes 
I think I think Brandy knows a thing or two about that. Yeah. You think so? But Brandy, before we get started, you know how this works. We're going to share some secrets and conf- confessions from our listeners um, and our messengers. And then we're going to react in real time. We haven't read these. I have no idea what they are. Uh, so you're going to hear them for the first time when we do. Uh, and then at the end of this, you're going to uh, confess something of yours, uh, maybe a little secret, some the mess that's going on in your life that you haven't confessed anywhere else. It's exclusive okay. to our show. But to test that you're prepared, that we can actually trust you with our messengers, we're going to do a, just a really quick thing to start things off. And if you pass this test, okay. we're good to go. If you don't pass, we have no idea what's going to happen. We'll probably still do the pod oh my because God. we don't have a backup <laughs> plan. So here it is. We want to know one thing in your life. Uh, that uh, might be a mess, but that you still can't say no to. This is time for you to divulge your mess, mess but yes. yes. Oh, f- Chardonnay, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we all know drinking and tweeting. It's, you know, it's it's that I don't know. I love her and I hate her, but <laughs> we're besties and she's my worst enemy. But it's a mess for sure. What, do you like an oaky or a buttery Chardonnay? I Well, I'm kind of more of a buttery. I don't like that oaky wood. And I'm starting to like quit Chardonnay and go to Sauvignon Blanc. So I'm cheating a little. But either way, they're both bitches. My fiance is a big Sauvignon Blanc I fan. I love a good New Zealand sauve. It just oh, it, it hits. Have you had that one? I love Starbucks. Like decent. Oh, that's my favorite. Yes. That's literally my favorite. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And first of all, it's like twelve ninety nine at the yeah, store. It's not too expensive. It is it's not too so cheap. good. It's crisp. It's so it has good. like this nice citrus note. I was very because you know they have Kim Crawford and they have like these other brands. The start. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I'm, not, and I'm, I'm on the same exact page. My <laughs> my store is fourteen ninety nine, but it's like that good. You're not spending too much. But it's so good. And I like it better than Kim Crawford. You know, she goes to like Bristol Farms or something then. That's right. what she it just told to me. Or, or like Gelson's. I, yeah. Yeah. I do not. I do not. I'm a Ralph's girl, but it's just more expensive. It's Sherman Oaks. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There, there it makes is. sense. There, there it sense. is. Uh, um, but you passed. You passed. And you did great. You know, we're going to get into these secrets, but we are also, uh, we have been watching the Beverly Hills reunion. Have you been watching that? Oh, girl, yes, of course. So we'll get into that um, mid-show, but let's dive into some secrets. So we haven't seen these, like AJ said, and the theme for this week is Betrayal Part part 2. So here we go. The first secret. Jeez, there's a lot in front of the secrets. Okay. Anonymous female California. I'm a married mother of two and have been having an affair for the past six plus years. Married my high school sweet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Six plus years. That's a long time. I'm affair. sorry. Me personally, I'll finish the secret in a second, but me personally, I could not hold on to that and lay by my partner for that long. Like one year would be long enough for me to be like, I'm sorry, I'm cheating on you. Okay. Yeah, she's just starting to question it six years later. <laughs> <laughs> also, you could do a year of that? No, I couldn't. I'm on. saying I could. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Married my high school sweetheart, been together for almost 14 years. So there's lots of history here, y'all. The man I've been having an affair with is a mutual friend of ours from the same high school me and my husband met at. Oh, oh my gosh. No plans on stopping the affair. It's been working out wonderfully. Well, it's not working out wonderfully if you feel like you have to confess it to us right now. Right? I think she's bragging. I don't think she's confessing. That definitely sounded like a brag. She's happy. She can oh. eat two different ways and she's not mad about it. That's interesting. But, that, but don't you think it's pretty common though, Brandy, if, if you are going to be cheating on somebody that you've been with for a long time, first and foremost, high school sweethearts might sound like the dream situation. 
However, I find that oftentimes high school sweethearts, they come to a point in their life where they really, they realize they never explored. They never saw anything else. They never tried anything else. And then they start to regret it. But maybe they have one or two kids. She has two, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're looking at that other one that maybe got away in high school. Why did she go back to high school? She needs to go explore the world. She's back to the same pond from when she was 18. What are you doing, lady? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a little small town. It has to be a small town. And 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 the crazy part for me is it's not it doesn't make it better or worse, but it does kind of make it worse for me that's a mutual friend because then you're crossing multiple boundaries. If it was somebody who was a random person you met at a bar, they had good D and you're like, wow, I'm hooked and six plus years later, that random guy from the bar, he works in town or whatever, whatever. But the fact that it's a mutual friend, yeah. just, the, the friend is betraying the husband's trust. It's yeah. just, it's well, so. It also tells me that, and, and Brandy, maybe. a bad, horrible yeah. person, honestly. Like, well, like yes, okay. I just feel like if you can do that to not only your husband, but your children, because that does affect your children. Oh, yeah, the children. And this mutual friend. I mean, you're, a, she is a mess. Well, yeah, it tells she's not a good person. It tells me that in some way, shape, or form, she and this other guy are getting off on this because it's easy to think about the the sexual connection and that can happen like that, right? Mm -hmm. And and that makes sense. I get that, but to be in social settings together, to maybe go to a baseball game together, out to dinner, uh, and you're doing this because I've had this happen to me. My I was in a relationship for about four years, ten, twelve years ago, and my partner. Uh, was sleeping with my best friend behind my back. And I found out on a trip that the three of us were on in Toronto, we were there for gay pride. He was in a different room. He and I had, my partner and I had a room together and they were both really drunk. And I had been on antibiotics for something. I had a stomach bug or something. So I wasn't drinking. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, oh yeah, y'all are really lit tonight and you're being a little different. And I was very sober. So I noticed Mm -hmm. things differently. And for the first or for the second time in my life, I checked uh, my partner's phone and they were having a whole conversation that day about sneaking away and having sex behind my back and laughing about it. Wow. Well, that so, was- I mean, I think it's pretty common that people cheat with people they know or best friends. I mean, and it's horrible and it's disgusting, but it, it does happen more often than not that it's someone you know that you cheat with. And yeah. I feel like they find it like erotic in some way because they have this secret and that's great. But of course. You're hurting so many people. So it's just, right. like, I would, I've never cheated. Um, just a dick move. I don't know. Yeah. I like that lady. Just get out of the relationship. Well, I'll say, Brandy, for for us on this podcast, me me specifically, though, I always say I don't judge. So normally I don't judge when you confess your secrets. However, what got me with this one, if anonymous female is listening, it's just the bragging at the end. Yeah. It's been yeah. working out wonderfully. I can I can try to give you a pass and try not to judge what you've done, even if I am feeling some type of way. But it's it's been working out wonderfully. Then it just feels like you're not confessing. You're literally just getting on here and you're like, bragging. I'm having my kids. I'm eating it too. I'm getting eaten too. Like it's just a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like okay, lady. Next. Thank you. Yeah, next. honey. Don't don't choke on that cake. Right. Okay. Right, next. <laughs> the next secret. Their name is the bucket list bitch. Okay. <laughs> Female Connecticut. Wow, it's a long one. Okay, she says, while my brother's baby mama was living with us, I would put a spell on her every time she left the room (laughs) to get them to break up and get her out of my house because I couldn't stand her. I realized none of my spells were working because I was accidentally putting the spell powder in my mom's shoes instead of hers. Wait, spell powder? So, are they practicing like witchcraft? Yeah, okay. Okay. 
In my mom's shoes instead of hers, on my nephew's first birthday, I quickly made a nasty spell to make her do something so outrageous she'd never be welcomed in my house again. I sprayed it all over her in my brother's room while they were out. Later that night, my mom runs in the house screaming that she's calling the police because my brother's baby mama tried to attack her and attacked my brother so badly he was bleeding. I go downstairs trying to hide my excitement when the police ask me if I can help her pack her things so they can escort her out. I grinned ear to ear and replied, absolutely. She hasn't stepped foot in my house since. Oops. So her mom got attacked. This is witchcraft. Wow. This is witchcraft. This is our first yeah. witchcraft uh, confession. I'm not scared about witchcraft. to say anything. I'm not. Don't <laughs> <Right>. scare me. <laughs> yes. And she's from Connecticut? From Connecticut. Which isn't that far from Massachusetts. Yeah, Salem. Which is where Salem mm-hmm. is. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that is a shady lady, but okay. I mean, I wouldn't. Like, the, if the lady's pregnant or baby mama, I mean, you're going to see that lady again at some point because they're always family, right? Like, yeah. you're probably going to die. So all you did really was break up, like you broke up a, a relationship and then, I don't know. I feel like when you have kids together, you're going to see them forever. Yes. My mom and dad still hate each other 30 years later, but they yeah, have to still be around each other. Do you believe in witchcraft or, or any of the supernatural type of stuff? I do. I, I'm too afraid to say I don't, but I do believe in like, <laughs> I believe in crystals. I believe there's powers. I I, I feel like manifestation you say something enough like you can really make it happen um but it scares me yeah (laughs) i i I believe in manifestation and those things and i I believe in all of it um it's just for me well okay except psychic psychics confuse me because i'm like Anyway, I'm not going down I that road. I think some psychics. Are, he's also he's also the son of a preacher. Yeah, I'm a preacher, so kid, there's so it that. Gets complicated. He's I, also probably just afraid to say it. No, I really no psychics. Really, no. My, my best friend goes to, or she used to back in the day, go to a psychic or whatever. And I was just like, I would pass by the psychic, and I would sometimes like drunkenly pass by when we were in Hollywood. It's like, oh, did you know that we weren't going to come in and just keep walking? It's just I don't know. It is what it is. But yeah. okay, so for this secret though, I guess the betrayal is she technically betrayed her brother because she just didn't like the baby mama, so she betrayed her brother, and the brother probably doesn't know and she kind of uh i guess it's just a betrayal for the whole family because she broke up a relationship and what sucks about this though is if it's a baby mama there's a child yeah, involved you're, too you're betraying the child and if that's your brother like you're not thinking about your your nephew or your niece and it's selfish. I, yeah i will give her credit for the like interesting approach though right like witchcraft yeah, like i wouldn't right. i mean Listen, I feel like she put her entire family in harm's way when she wanted something really bad to happen. Got to be specific. Just not to my mom, not to my brother, you know? So, I mean, because that, I don't know. But you know what? Kudos for her. She got what she wanted. That's it. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish when for. When you indeed. manifest, according to Brandy Glanville, and this is really great advice, mm-hmm. if you're going to manifest something, be very, very specific. You really yeah, should. Specific. and you have to be specific with uh, a, a lot of things and um we are going to specifically take a break right oh, we now we should specifically do that is, that, is this a transition it is this is like one of those whoopi goldberg transitions where it doesn't really make sense but it kind of does but when we come back <laughs> we're going to uh bring this all full circle and talk about uh beverly hills yeah does it have to do with yes. witchcraft no but we're gonna work maybe with it. Uh, well it did when carlton was on hello <laughs> Mess. 
Welcome back to Confess Your Mess. We're joined by. Oh gosh. (laughs) I was witchcraft with right there. Right. Oh gosh, we're talking witchcraft with Brandy Glanville on Confess Your Mess. You made a comment about Carlton and witchcraft a moment ago. Interestingly enough, just last week we had um, Garcelle Beauvais on our pod, and she recently on I think it was season finale. Or maybe it was episode one of the reunion. She said, who's Carlton? She sat there. She was so confused. Oh, yeah. She's from like the yeah, OG. Yeah. She's like an OG like you. Um, yeah, she had, but she had one season. So I don't think a lot of people like might, you know, if she didn't watch back in the day, she might not have. I was like, is she being shady or <laughs> does she really not know? So yeah. what did she say? Yeah. What about the, this is crazy because it's interesting because you just assume that all the housewives know each other. But mm-hmm. some of you like you and Garcelle no, never overlapped. She's only been there for a couple of seasons now. She never overlapped with Carlton. And they're doing this sort of thing with Bravo now where they're doing like these these week long trips and they're bringing in housewives from different casts. Right. And it's interesting because they just brought in Cynthia Bailey uh, for this one that's coming out soon uh, or is about to come out now, I think. But she's not on Real Housewives of Atlanta anymore. Uh, it seems like it doesn't really matter. So what about doing like a season or a special of every single housewife who's ever been on Beverly Hills or New York or Atlanta? Do you think that's something that Bravo would consider? Would it make sense? Uh, yeah, I think Bravo is switching it up. I, you know, I have I've heard about those those shows going on. I have no comment, but yeah, they're going on. And I think that they're realizing people don't really love change they want to see the people that they know really well from the past and you don't always have to bring a newbie on you know to change it up you really don't i feel like people like they like the recipe they want it there because the second they were like oh we hate her we want her to go then they take her off and then they're like oh we, we need her back so it's like they love to hate you and then when they get rid of you they're like wait where'd you go we like we need to hate her so yeah that's I actually think- that yeah. makes sense. That's a really good point because sometimes, like, there are some characters that have been so hated over the years. You know, you being one of them, Lisa Vanderpump being one of them. I think I can think of uh, Phaedra for sure being one of them. Vicky Gumbelson's gone you now. Think Tam- I hated Phaedra. I loved Phaedra. No, I, I love Phaedra. That season, the way things went down, it seemed I think like it was- she. No, no. Well, I think, but as no. a viewer, it seemed like she could never come back from that, right? It seemed like the biggest betrayal. And I've loved Phaedra forever. Ever yeah. since she had the little prayer towel and she said, fix it, Jesus. I Phaedra was in. had the best read. She could read Ever. somebody down like just so fast, so quick, so witty. You make a really good point, though. It's very rare that nowadays somebody new comes onto a cast and really makes an impact. You know, for yeah, a while. It's one and done. They're in and yeah. out. Yeah, I think like maybe like Dorinda Medley or like a Portia Williams when they came on, it was early enough in the run that people had time to fall in love with them. I th- right. And I think I, th- I think about more modern and and I don't know like Garcelle, I'm I, I, but I've known Garcelle for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's why I think I'm rooting for her on Beverly Hills. But I think Kathy Hilton is a good example. But she's I been on Ka- the show and well, and Kathy Hilton works because there's so much backstory with Kim and Kyle. That now she's filling in pieces of the puzzle that we haven't had as viewers for so many years. But then it just depends because, like, I think um, Potomac is doing a really good job of introducing some new but characters. But they're still early enough that they're able to. True. Yeah, it's yeah. a fairly new franchise. True. So it's like, we're not, I mean, they're still finding their footing. I do, I, I miss Monique. I'm not going to lie. I really miss her. Um, okay. I, I just loved how badass she thought. Fuck, she had that bird that she would take care of. She had a bird. T'Challa. 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 I love T'Challa. I was like, I would, it's just, you know, but 
I forgot what I was saying. Well, can I tell you, Brandy, I'm glad you brought up Monique because my fiance and I have been having an argument for two years over Monique and Candace, right? Obviously, Monique's gone. Candace is still there. I've been team Candace for so long, but not because I think that she's this wonderful person. I think she's a hurt person and I think she's childish and I think she lashes out the things that she says that are so mean. She says so quickly. But then I see there actually is remorse and regret with her. And I think that as I remember watching you and you going through some of those similar things growing up on this show where some of the other women are a little bit older than you and you're still kind of like finding who you are as a woman. Do you I I know you're a fan of Monique, but can you also relate to a character like Candace who's just lashing out, saying things and then regretting it later? Yeah, I mean, I actually know Candace and I like her, so it's hard for me to not like her because I got a chance to work with her outside of Housewives and she's the sweetest woman in the world and she's great. But, you know, when you're thrown into this, you know, these older ladies that are maybe threatened by her and she feels she has to like keep her spot, keep her job. You know what I mean? I I like them both. I wouldn't even be able to pick. I don't, I I don't, I don't want anyone physically fighting. I did not like that, but Mm. you know, I I couldn't even, it's like picking me between your favorite children. I always say like, I have a favorite kid of the day and yeah, so that's how it goes. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. So let's, let's leave that at that. Cause we, I don't want to get into debate with you again, <laughs> um, but specifically, so you are watching the Beverly Hills reunion uh, and it just wrapped. And so from what you've seen, what are your thoughts on uh, this season and how everything's playing out? Um, gosh, I just feel like, Oh, I just talked about this like incessantly yesterday, but it's hard. It's hard to watch because this is like real life shit. Somebody could be going to jail. Marriages are breaking up. It's I like it when it's a little more fluffy. Like it's like <laughs> let's like Puppygate was great for me. I loved Puppygate. <laughs> like I don't know. This is some real shit, and I know the girls. So it's it's hard for me to to take a side or it's just it's really sad. I have to give it up to Erica for showing up. Like mm-hmm. she did not need to show up. Like she could have pulled a Denise. And just quit filming because or, and, yeah, or Lisa yeah, Vanderpump. Yeah, I quit before the reunion because she didn't want to face the music. Like, but she's showing up. People are saying yes, she needs to check. Well, yeah, but she's also knowing she has to talk about this, and mm-hmm. that's hard. So I have to give it up for her. I mean, and how do you navigate that? You're f-ed if you do, you're f-ed if you don't. Right. Like she cannot do anything right, and every single scene they pile on to her, and like I just felt like. Give the bitch a break. I mean, I don't know what she knew or didn't know. I don't, I know when I was married, like I'm a bad bitch. Get it? Like, she's like me. Like we were like, we always like, we're badass bitches. But my role with Eddie was he was the boss and I felt like a girl. Like that was our, I didn't ever see a bill. I had a credit card with my name on it. My name wasn't on anything. So I feel like she had a daddy. Like I had that daddy relationship with Eddie. Her happened, you know, he's a lot older, but he was, if you've met them, and I have, he was in charge, like mm. when it came to Erica, like that was their dynamic. So I believe her, she's not going to be going, oh, so where'd this money come from? Like, sh- you don't ask. I never asked. I, w- I never said, hey, I need to see your cell phone bill, which I yeah. should have, but I well, had wouldn't. You said which I should have. Yeah. Well, you bring up a really good point, though, and I think that you say damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's interesting because the dynamic of those, uh, the makeup of people who watch this show, mm-hmm. by and large, are just average Americans across the country who can't understand that. 
who can't understand the concept of millions and millions of dollars right. and all of the power uh, and privilege that comes along with that. And I do personally know Erica. I've known her for years. We've worked together many times. She's literally the cover quote on my book. <laughs> her name is right there. And the quote is so iconic, too. It's perfect for what she's going through right now. But I think you're so right. Like <sighs> the victims, the victims angle of it is what I think is so difficult for people. And they're so it's so hard to to right. wrap your brain around that. But she has not been she's not been accused of a crime. No. And he has. And if right. he's doing these things, there's a lot of stuff she can't talk about right now. But right. I do think as the reunion went on, because I've been uncomfortable, people always ask me, they're like, you know, Erica, like she's a friend of yours. What do you think? And I'm like, it's I harder. just know. Yeah, I know the Erica that I know. And she's always been so gracious and so kind and so giving and generous to me that I don't want to speak on that thing. I hope it's all. I hope she knows nothing. I just don't. I really don't think. I think obviously when things started to come out, she figured it out because she's the very smart woman. But I don't see her as going along with something like that because she's a kind person as well. And, you know, she's very mm-hmm. stoic and she's, she doesn't say a lot. But when she says it, it counts. And people take that as not being sympathetic, but they don't actually know her. And yeah. I feel like she's learning about this you know, maybe a little bit before everyone else, but like going, Oh my God, my whole life is over. You Mm -hmm. know, it's in shambles. And, and she's also then leaving this man that she spent 30 or 20 years with whatever. Like it's 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 too much at one time to process for one person. Yeah. Yeah. She she strikes me as one of those characters. There's like archetypes on all of these shows. Right. And I think of Erica Jane and she, to me is a character kind of like you or kind of like Kenya Moore or kind of like Bethany Frankel. You all have this like really tough exterior, you know, and 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 you you're sharp with your tongue, which is a gift and a curse. Right. And then but underneath it, you know, when people react that way, sometimes to stop and actually ask, okay, what's really going on? Like they feel misunderstood right now. They feel ganged up on. They feel like that they're actually mad. It gets you defensive. And, And that is what people aren't liking. But I mean, I would probably be in the same boat. I'm so sympathetic. Obviously, I know that she's sympathetic for what's going on, but she can't say, oh, well, yeah, well, I'm sorry for the victims because they're not saying, yes, that Tom is guilty. Like she has to walk a tightrope Mm -hmm. legally. She has to be really careful with what she says. And I think that she's done a good job with that. I, I just feel like like you like she said, she's damned if she does. She's damned if she doesn't. And that's it. Like, it's, she's kind of screwed. Yeah. We just got to be patient, see how it all plays out. Yeah. I appreciate that perspective, Brandy. I really, I really like that. It's definitely, definitely a lot to unpack, but it made for, unfortunately for her, but it did make for a very interesting and exciting season. And honey, rumors are they're already filming right now, and they she's going to get a, she's going to get a pay bump this year, honey. Yeah. She better. <laughs> yeah, they, I, know, I know for a fact that they're filming because they filmed a couple of things that I was invited to that I didn't like by the, the people, but not by Bravo. So I'm not showing up if I'm not getting paid. Right. <laughs> as much as I want to go there that and be part. like, oh, okay, here, let's do this party. I'm not. Yeah, no. Because you know, if you show up there and be like, oh, let's Mike Brandy up. like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Where's my contract? So, yeah, yeah, I know that they're filming. Um, it's slow. Like they just started, mm-hmm. but yeah, they don't want to miss anything. Like of course no. not. It's too much is happening. Yeah. Juicy. Okay. Let's get back some juicy confessions. Yes. Okay. So this yeah. comes from anonymous male. My secret is that I was diagnosed with autism, but nobody knows. Oh, well, that's sad. 
my my uh, my aunt Theris was a autistic teacher for over thirty years, I think. And I went to her classroom once, and um, she would just tell me the stories of the kids that she taught, and just seeing their relationship and seeing how they interacted in that safe space because that that is a real thing like having a safe space when yeah, you when, when you're dealing yeah. with that a lot of people and, don't share it yeah my niece is right oh really mm-hmm. oh wow and it's, she, it, doesn't, it's, she doesn't lead what she has she's in eighth grade right now but she doesn't lead with that so you know it's not that it's something that you hide but if you get to know her she'll talk about it but it's not something you just lead with for her i think everyone's different some people you know, want it right out there. She's okay with me talking about it because I talked to her about that a long time ago when I was talking mm-hmm. about it on a podcast. But, you know, I think everyone, if they want to share, they should. I think that I think that it's interesting because some of those brilliant minds in history have, have been autistic and, yeah. and and we view certain things as um, a disability. A, deficiency, I don't a think, disability yeah, or a disability. Yes, yeah, and somebody. I don't think it, like my niece is so smart and like she can like put numbers together faster than anyone I've seen in my life. And she is just incredible. So I I wouldn't even, you know, if I didn't know, I wouldn't like, if I wasn't her aunt, I wouldn't know. And you know, it's just, I feel like it's your choice. If you want to share that it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like my son is dyslexic. And I always tell him, I'm like, look, Tom Cruise is dyslexic. Like Mm -hmm. some of the smartest people in the world are, you know, so you know, we all deal with things in different ways. So if they feel ashamed of it, then they should talk to somebody because it's not. Yeah. Ashamed and I think I think that's that's if, if you're listening, um, anonymous male, I think that's kind of what it is. Being gay and having autism are not the same. Sure. But for me, and I'm sure for you, I'm not going to speak for you, but when I was in the closet, it was such an uncomfortable feeling. It wasn't that I wanted to just announce to the world like, hey, I'm gay. Well, I kind of did. But <laughs> it, it, it it was hard not having my family know, not having my friends know and keeping that secret to myself. So it, it might not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it might not be necessarily they want to they want to lead with it. They want that to define them. But I think having somebody else besides your doctor to talk about these things with, even if yeah. they are uh, presenting themselves in a way where you don't know that they were diagnosed with autism, just having uh, allies or, or somebody to talk to and have these conversations with, I think. Well, cause yeah, it's, about it's, the- not, it's not comfortable to have a secret. Like I don't, I don't have secrets really. I mean, I'm trying to find one for you girls. But <laughs> I was like, Ooh, betrayal. All right. I'll think about it. But I, it's not comfortable carrying that weight with you. When you you just want to live your authentic self. No, that's exactly it, Brandy. It's not actually about the secret. It's about the weight of carrying the secret. Yeah. And yeah. that can be so difficult. And it's just also how we view people who are quote unquote different, whatever that means. And maybe as, as a woman or as queer men, like we have a little bit more empathy. Right. Um, but I grew up with a sister with special needs. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away when she was 15. And okay. but through that, uh, because of her, we got to volunteer a lot with the community, with, with children with special needs. And I, I, I think Down syndrome always pops up for me as, as, as something that society might view as a negative. And if you've ever met someone with Down syndrome, they're the most they're the kind, happiest loving, and yeah. loving. Oh my gosh. It's so, it, it, it's amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And would it, wouldn't it be nice if we could all learn a thing or two about being happy like that on a day-to-day basis? So, <laughs> yes, listen, exactly. so I'm in therapy trying to find that Amen. joy right now. Girl, literally. Yes. Yeah. Well, so anonymous, anonymous <laughs> male. Um, listen, you're supported here. We love you and you are perfect just the way that you are and yes. reveal that to whomever, whenever you choose to. Perfect. Yes. Shall we take a quick break? 
Yes, I we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more with Brandy Glanville. Wow, say that three times fast. That's your new name. back to confess your mess it's a good one today we're joined by brandy glanville uh you might know and love her from the real housewives of beverly hills make sure to also check out her podcast brandy glanville unfiltered Mm -hmm. while you're there give her five stars write a really awesome review and then click on confess your mess and do it for us Um, (laughs) right after you're done with that we'd appreciate it uh Another secret. We have a couple more yes. secrets left, and then Brandy's actually brought us a confession of her own. Yes. That she's never revealed anywhere else. But first, what's our next secret? All right. This is from Anonymous Male, Kentucky. Oh, I have family in Kentucky. Not betrayal, but one late night, I was in the mood and feeling kinky, so I took my massage gun. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Held it to my lower gooch. What's your lower, what's your lower gooch? Is that like your taint? I, do, why are you? I don't have a gooch. <laughs> Wait, look on your phone while, while I'm reading the secret. Look up male gooch and see what comes up. Male okay. gooch. So I'm going to start over just so we understand. Not betrayal, but one late night I was in the mood and feeling kinky. So I took my massage gun, held it to my lower gooch, turned it on the highest setting, and my soul left my body, toes curled <laughs> and all. Yeah, the perineum in humans is the space between the anus oh, yeah. and scrotum. Oh, yes, okay, so the taint. The taint. The perineum. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard it called a gooch, though. I haven't either. either. He's from Kentucky, though. It's like mm-hmm. Appalachian, Kentucky, because yeah. that's a whole different world. Well, uh, here's yeah. the thing. We have quite a few massage guns here. Yeah. And do we need to try this? Because apparently yeah, that's right. a very, very erogenous area. I think yeah. for everyone, for men and women. Also, I love that they said not betrayal, but I want to get this off my chest. Another brag, but I like it. Right. Well, it's so right. interesting because there's certain things that are considered like gay or like right. not yeah. right in, in sex. Like when it comes to sex, like what is what is your motto been? Has it changed over the years? Are you like open to things? No, or are there I'm, some things that are just off limits? No, nothing's off limits. I mean, I will try. If I want to do it, I'll do it. I, I always say I'm not straight. I'm crooked as fuck. Like it is what it is. Like I just do what turns me on and feels good in the moment. And yeah. whoever it's with, it's with. Like, I don't know. I'm very just crooked. That's right. Anonymous. <laughs> right. Anonymous male, Kentucky. Congratulations. Right. I'm jealous. And I, so just because you just said what you said, and I don't, I don't need you to give me what you actually think, think. But last year's big storyline was obviously Denise and Garcelle or Denise and Lisa Renna. Uh, Garcelle, a friend of both of them, still upset with Lisa Renna. It's carried over into this season about what may or may not gone have gone down with Denise. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm curious, like, do you think that storyline was actually about betrayal do you think the storyline was actually about uh, a friendship being broken or do you think the storyline was actually about a little bit of homophobia going on uh, based on what denise may or may not have done allegedly like what do you think was actually happening i really think it was a little bit of everything and the Mm -hmm. fact that people were so outraged that 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 i felt like that was homophobia like oh my god and they were like oh what what do you mean you did that with a girl like oh my god i'm like i mean come on where have you bitches been? Like, like we're, we're in, you know, 2021. We're all doing whatever we want with whoever we want. Like, get get involved. Um, I do kind of feel like Garcelle was being a good friend to Denise by, like, kind of fighting her battles. You want someone to fight your battles for you. But Denise was doing a disservice to her friend Garcelle because she's lying. So you want someone to fight your battles, but you want them to be the right battles. And then... I don't understand. I, I don't understand why it carried over to between Garcelle and Lisa Rinna, to be honest. 
I feel like it doesn't really have anything to do with Gerso, really. Mm. So, I mean, there's a little bit of everything in it, but yeah. What's well, fascinating did, to me? Yeah. Well, go go ahead. No, it did break up. You know, a friendship between Denise and Garcelle. Between, I mean, Denise and Lisa Rinna, and and Lisa Rinna and Garcelle. I mean, she was obviously friends with both of them. Well, so I think it's it, unfortunate. We kind of talked about that because I think what it comes down to and why the the Lisa Garcelle thing happened is because if if you saw if I saw you do this to my friend and then you are claiming to be my friend and we've been friends for right. years and how can I trust that you won't do that to me? So and then now that we see and especially when there's a juicier storyline that sometimes they get back to filming sooner than, you know, normal. Uh, it was still a fresh wound. And so we started it and, you know, and, and you can kind of give us some insight because we're not on a reality show. We're not on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So after filming for a season ends, why did my voice just crack? After filming for a season ends, what is it like in between that time? Like, because I know everybody acts like they're, they're friends on the show and they're super close, but is it really that you stop filming and then months go by and you're like, oh, oh, how are you? Like, I'm seeing you for the first time because yeah, I haven't talked to you, you since. You do because you need a break you're oh you're, you're seeing them you're going on vacation with them you don't get to see your actual friends and this happened to me my friends thought because i started this show i kind of like dissed them a little bit but it wasn't that i didn't have you don't have any time so mm-hmm. it's like i was i would try to bring my friends on the show as much as possible because i felt like i didn't want to i wasn't trying to leave friendships but it's hard because it's all consuming it takes up your whole time it's all this drama and your friends don't want to hear about it i mean some of them did to be honest but you know it's (laughs) it's hard but when you finish you want a break you don't talk like it's like that was a lot i love you i'm gonna process this this reunion's coming up and then we'll start again so yeah you can still be truly friends with people and not hang i mean i i hung out with like one person like during a break, you know what I mean? Like a couple yeah. of times I need a break. Yeah. You know, everyone needs a break. Yeah. It's, it's interesting very rare that you hang out. You don't under, I think people, average viewers, unless you're in this city, city and you understand this game, right? Average viewers don't quite understand what's always going down. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, and I'm glad you said it because I think there was some homophobia involved in the Lisa yeah. Rena thing. And not that I think Lisa Rena is homophobic because I know her well. Right? No, I also know not. her as well. And, yeah, I don't think she's homophobic at all, but I think that as a group collectively, there was this narrative that was being formed about right. Denise. And, and and I was like, Denise, you're lying the whole time. But then yeah. also, I was okay with it because I was like, you don't know what her relationship with this is with her husband. So right. I don't know. Like, I, I, she I, might have been in, like we've all heard now, there's like rumors that like that relationship did seem a little off to me. And I was around them outside of cameras and the same, I had the same feeling. Um you know, it just seemed like, you know, Aaron's in charge. He's the man. And I, I maybe she's fearful of saying something to, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I was so confused by the whole thing because the conversations we all had, I thought they were good to go. Well, it took me so, back to, I remember, remember a few seasons ago when Lisa Rinna asked Dorit if uh, people were doing coke in her bathroom at a dinner yeah. party. Remember that was like an iconic scene, right? And I watched yeah. that and the reaction that the world had to that. Similarly to the reaction people had to this Denise story, to me, I was like, with Denise, I'm like, I don't care if you have an open relationship. I don't judge that. A lot of my friends have those and I'm open to that. So why are people so upset? Also, I was like, when she asked Dorit and Dorit was so shocked, I was like, yeah, prob- people probably were. It's Hollywood. Like, yeah, they're, sure they're Hollywood they were. Like, they did a close- I don't know that who was doing it, but there was a point where they did a close up on Dorit. And she was like sniffling. And then that's what went through my head. And then Lisa Rinna said it. 
Not that Dorit was the one doing it, but I was like, ooh, someone well, might. But again, I'm like, if you are, I don't have any judgment. But, and like, that's, and, but yeah, that's the by thing. By the way, it's Los Angeles, and probably everyone at the table was in the bathroom doing it like, right. separately. So, but, but that's I, I, where... Yeah, that's where it gets complicated with reality shows, though, because there are when you're on wearing a reality show, there's certain things that you you are real. You're revealing your authentic for TV. You're not revealing everything like I'm not going to get on TV and reveal my or out my friends who I know just did coke in the bath because I've had many friends. I worked in restaurants for years. Like I, I know yeah. like plenty of people sure. who were doing it all the time. But in middle America or the deep south where these viewers right. are, that doesn't translate. That doesn't make right. sense. You're and doing you- meth over there, silly. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but also true. Yeah. All right, let's go on our, our last secret. We have one more. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. <clears throat> Can I- I really quickly, though, really quickly. Yes. Lisa Renna is a truth seeker. I love her. I feel like on this show, she's being the best housewife she can be by finding the truth, no matter if it's with their friend or whatever. Obviously with Erica, she has to be a little more buttoned up because of the legal issues, but she wants to get to the truth. Like she's being the best housewife she can be. And I have, I'm here for it. I do. I agree with you because Lisa, again, I know her personally, but not well, but I, we've worked together over the years. And I think that she's also... I think she's one of the best housewives that have ever been on the show of she's any franchise. She's a very, very hard worker. And no matter what she does, she puts 100% effort into it. So if she's going to do acting on a show, she's going to be the best she can be. If she's going to mm. do Broadway, she's going to be the best she can be. If she's going to do housewives, she's going to be the best fucking housewife she can be. Like, she's a mm. hustler. And yep, I that's what I respect about her. Love or hate Lisa Rinna, she is entertaining to watch on Real Housewives. So. I adore her. All right, last question. All right, last anonymous male confession. Chicago. Um, I had a sexual relationship with the DL married man and his kid. Wait, I had a sexual relationship with a DL married man, met his kids, and continued it for a while. It's over now, but once in a while, he'll still hit me up. That's more common than you think. Yeah. Uh, do you, what do you mean? Like on the DL, like on the down yeah, low? On the down low, yeah. Okay. I like. I was thinking something else. So it's a straight man, well, bisexual, but 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 has children um, and is married. So the betrayal is that he slept with a, a DL married man and met the kids though. Yeah. Is that weird? Like, bringing is that the, the kids, weird? Yeah, bringing the kids into it—that's a little subject, like suspect, because maybe if they're babies and they're not going to remember. I don't but know. also, context. I need. I need to de- see here's the thing with certain I say it's every single week with certain sequence. I need more details. Like, what is the yeah. context? Like, when what way did you meet the kids? Like, was it uh, you just happened to be out with them and they're like, oh, these are right. my kids? Or was it like a, a or are you spending Easter together? Right. Like, having a hand like how home on the, and be like, oh, hey, this is my pal. Oh, you know? oh my gosh. Now, see, that's the tea I want to know. Like, you're over getting right. um, Brandy. What do you, do you have rules or guidelines for what for when you bring somebody home? You've got teenagers, so they're obviously going to remember. Yeah. Um, they don't they what, don't count. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. But I unfortunately I. I say that unfortunately, I never brought, I really rarely, rarely, rarely brought men around my kids because I thought I was protecting them. But really, to be honest, I needed to find a balance where I, I could have boyfriends because I was living a double life. I had super mom and kids, and then I was super slut and wild the next week because they would go to their dads. And so <laughs> I, I needed to find a way to marry that. And I didn't. So for the longest time, I feel like I made a mistake, but I do think that you only bring people around your kids that are serious, not like the one night stand guys. Like yeah. you bring someone when it's when you know it's going to be a minute. Oh, that's, okay. that's good advice. We've got just a few minutes left in our pod. I think yeah. it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy Glanville, it's time for you to confess, confess your mess. Okay, Jesus. Okay, so 
there was a guy that I was dating, but we were on a break, much like Rachel and Ross. We took a break. (laughs) It was driving me fucking crazy, but I was lonely. So I called him. I'm like, hey, I want to make dinner, his favorite dinner, of course, because I just want him to get laid. But I was like, hey, you want to come over? You know, so he came over. What was the dinner? Uh, beef, stroganoff. beef stroganoff. Oh, wow. There's so many jokes I can make right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, and I'm making dinner. I get a text from this guy in New York that I had a huge crush on. And he's like, hey, I'm in L.A. Do you want to go to the movies? Which meant like Netflix and chill. And I was like, "Ooh, yeah. Like I lied to this person in my kitchen. And I said I had to go to Sacramento for a family emergency. I oh took it. I took an empty duffel bag, like a roller bag, <gasps> got in a taxi to go to David's house while he cleaned up my kitchen and walked my dogs. Oh my God. Well, you Did he eat the dinner? Did he take it home with him? Yeah, what, what happened I, I to the beef I, mean, I left in the middle. I, I finished like making it. I'm sure he, he did. I came home to a clean kitchen and what? I- <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go on a date with him again later down the road? All right. Oh yeah, we got back together. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I told him. I did tell him, and it doesn't. It didn't. Yeah, it's not good. That we ended up breaking up basically because of that. But we were on a break. I got a better offer. I, I listen. I was a bad girl. I wanted this guy in New York like really badly, and he happened to be in town at my friend's house. And so mid stroganoff, you grabbed a taxi for some dick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the beef? It's not here. I'm going to get it. Oh my god. I know. I know. It was yeah. very shady of me. But that I was a betrayal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That it was, was a betrayal. Yeah, that's right. But on we were on a break. I just happened to have invited him over that day. So that's wow. that's where I'm like, we were on a break. He's like, you can't keep saying that. I'm like, we were. As you're having beef stroganoff. Didn't even make it to the stroganoff. My Lord. Okay, really quickly before we let you go, you have a lot lot of opinions, and I know you know all things Real Housewives. I'm a huge fan. I watch every single cast, except for Salt Lake City. I cannot get into those bitches. We watched Uh, one episode. We watched one episode, and multiple people have told us how great the show is, and we need to watch it. And he did not go. I always say with any show, you have to watch at least three episodes before you form an opinion, and he will only watch one. Thank you. He will only watch one episode, and he has a strong opinion. I'm like, there's literally a woman. I don't know the characters because i don't watch it but there's a woman who's going through all this legal stuff and people are like emil it's so good you have to watch Wait, jen shaw is that her name yeah yeah i know that because i have a radio show so i have to learn about these things right. but i don't yeah, know who yeah, she yeah. is no, there, you, there have, are, you, you need to watch it because there's this lady mary and mary is everything she married to her grandfather Yes, but yeah. she's crazy. She says the craziest shit in her confessionals. Like, oh, he smells bad. And I'm like, you can't, people are going to see this. And she's like, oh, that's my cousin. He's the worst contractor. He's so irresponsible. I'm like, you, what are you doing? She's <laughs> like, uh, Mary is everything to me. And she's so delusional and hilarious. You have to watch just just watch fast forward to her parts because they are okay. I, I put them on that track with like Miami early season. Like I, I was like, I'm not into it. I don't really care. Yeah. Or DC back on that happened. That was weird. Quickly before we let you go, um, three housewives, any franchise you think that that Bravo needs to be- bring back immediately. Um, I think Phaedra 100 uh, percent to Atlanta. I don't think she would do it, but. I love her. We're friends and she's amazing. I thought she was a huge part of the show. Yeah. Hilarious. And she still works on dead people. That's so interesting to me. Yes. Um, that part. Let's see. Who else? I think 
I do think Jill Zarin should go back on yes. New York, right? Yes. Like, she just fits in perfectly with the older girls, not the younger girls. I just don't, I, it doesn't jet like, it doesn't gel to me. They're, they would never be hanging out in real life. Yeah. Nope. So yeah, Jill Zarin, New York and who else? Um, who else is there? Tell me what other franchise am I missing? Um, Jersey, Jersey. Uh, Orange County. Beverly right, Hills. Who, trying to think of who left. Potomac. Um, well, I, Monique on Potomac. But I, she left. On, I don't think she was fired. I think she left. Yeah. Um, which we all, the rest of us were fired, let's be honest. Okay, so, so there. So then three housewives who should be fired right now, go. Fired oh, wow. right now? Yeah, who's gone? Who's not bringing the storyline? Well, I already said Tamara and Vicky, and then they got fired. So I feel like I might have some witchcraft in me. So let's be careful. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, one name then. We can say Tamara and Vicky count as two. Then is there okay. one more um, that you think is just boring you? Yes, Wendy on Potomac. <gasps> wow. Wendy Osefa. Oh. I wasn't expecting that one. I just feel like she turned so housewife so quickly. Like she's she quit, like she was a professor. I had such respect for her. She was doing everything. All of a sudden she got a BBL and some titties and she had a nose job and she got a candle she's trying to sell. And where I want to see the professor. I felt like it, it needs to take you a few seasons to get get to where she's at. And so I don't like when they go housewife immediately. And I, yeah, I, I, just, I respect that she's a professor and all, and that's what I found interesting. But now like that, she's talking about a fucking candle. Do well, you, that's, that's real because Robin yeah. and Giselle, that, that's been their complaint the entire season. As much as they can be problematic sometimes. Like, who, they're, who is they're, this girl? Yeah. yeah. Who do you, you like, uh, do you like Mia? I do. I really actually like her. Yeah, I do. She's, I, yeah, she's I, growing I on she's me. Interesting. She's interesting. Exactly. I think she I, really, like, she's, Sometimes she just end. says shit to say shit, and I don't yeah. really like that. But I feel like just hearing about her mom and seeing her husband, I feel like there's some more shit that we're gonna find out. Oh, totally. And, yeah, and right? what I love about her is from what we've seen so far, she uh, she can be controversial, but she also owns up to her shit in her confessionals, yeah. which I I actually yeah. appreciate that. I do, and also her husband G is problematic as. And I love him really for is. it. Exactly. <laughs> we, we need some good problematic husbands because that is good TV. So okay, yeah. well, some some entire casts have no husbands. So I'm uh, yeah. Last well, last thing. Every single time. every single episode, we do a takeaway of the day. So what is your takeaway of the day from this this episode? That Xanax works because I took <laughs> a half of Xanax before we started because all the boxes and shit around me, and I thought it was going to be horrible and not funny or interesting. But it really grounded me. So thank you, 1.0 of Xanax. <laughs> thank you, Brandy Glanville. Thank you so much. You are you're you're a rare, rare gem. Thank uh, you so much thanks. for your time. And make sure you go check out Brandy's podcast, Brandy Glanville, unfiltered mm-hmm. by Strong uh, Media. Our boy yeah. Ryan's on there too. Yep. Yep. And get my books, uh, drinking and tweeting and drinking and dating. And uh, yeah, that's it. And follow me on social. I don't post that much. Well, unless, uh-huh. he drink, unless she drinks Chardonnay, then she posts yeah. on Twitter. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. I hide my phone from myself after the third. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the next day, I'm like, find my iPhone. And it's in the house somewhere random. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, thank you for your time. Good luck with the move. Uh, thank you so much. I'm going to need it. All right. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Guys. Confess your mess. 
Confess Your Mess is a Straw Hut Media podcast produced by Ryan Tillotson and Frank Driscoll. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and share. And if you have a secret and want to share, go to confessyourmess.us to submit. Your secret could end up in the show. Ooh.